We're gonna drink, we're gonna eat, we're gonna do all our sinful deeds right now because it's Mardi Gras, bitches! Fill up your bowl with gumbo, throw back a hurricane, and shove your face full of king cake because it's time to get tight! Happy Mardi Gras! I am your queen of festivities, Deidre, and welcome to today's episode of Weird Animal Facts Explicit, where we'll take a dirty stroll down Bourbon Street to learn about two animals that call Louisiana home and are a must-have at any Mardi Gras festival, the American Alligator and Blue Crab. For those of you unaware of what Mardi Gras is, it is based on a Christian tradition, and some of you may know it better as Fat Tuesday, because the next day is Ash Wednesday, which is Lent, and that's when it begins. So you must give up something, usually a vice of some kind, in honor of their Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ Superstar, or John Legend of the 2018 version. But we will not be focusing on what we'll be giving up, as Fat Tuesday is the day for sin. <laughs> and the two animals of today can be as sinful as a college freshman discovering booze and marijuana for the first time. Alright, so many of the animals of today aren't as naughty as us humans, but their sex life is a bit promiscuous. Promiscuous gator, promiscuous crab. That's right. Since it's Mardi Gras and we've got to let out all of our sins, you know, in time for Easter, we're learning about the sexy lives of the alligator and the blue crab. So let's go ahead and take a few shots, shotgun that beer, go out to the street and watch that parade so we can get started! American Alligator, the best fucking animal in the entire world. They're big, they're tough, they can be sensitive, adorable, rough, yet an angel. Just don't fuck with them or their babies. And that kind of goes with any animal, really. And yes, I know that there has been a... A many a mishaps with alligators and the people of Florida, but but you guys know about Florida, right? I mean, it's fucking Florida. <laughs> Anyways, we aren't in Florida. It's Mardi Gras, so we're in Louisiana, New Orleans, which can still have alligators-related uh, mishaps. <laughs> However, I have said this many times before in many other episodes. So you see, when people get hurt by wild animals, 95% of the time... It's that damn human's fault. If you don't want a wild animal to kill you, then don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. Don't be a dick, 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 dick. Hopefully, after learning a bit more about these prehistoric-looking logs that can grow to be as long as a garage door, you'll have a better understanding of them and uh, have hopefully gained some respect. I can tell you from experience that alligators have a horrible reputation that they don't deserve. They're known as murderers, child eaters, who are just lurking in the swampy waters, waiting for your chihuahua to come close enough to the edge so to murder it. <laughs> Alligators are smart. Just like the laziest of humans, they're opportunistic. Meaning, if you aren't keeping a close eye on your little pup, because you don't need to put a leash on your little beast, oh, well, you may very well learn the lesson the hard way. In my zookeeping career, I have worked and trained alligators. They are smart. Some can be scared and others can be brave, just like in people. They can problem solve and 
obviously their problem-solving skills have done a lot of good for them. After all, scientists suspect that alligators, or alligator species, have been on this planet for 150 million years. That means they survived when those so-called great beasts, the dinosaurs, happened to die. All hail the alligator kings and queens! They are the ultimate champions. In case you don't know what an alligator is, or want further crocodilian facts, you can check out the Gharial episode 24. And if you don't know what that is, well, it's a crocodilian species that's really cool and even weirder than the American alligator, but we're talking about the American alligator. And for those of you who would like a refresher on the appearance of an American alligator, an alligator, FYI, is a large reptile with thick greenish scales that are way tougher than other reptile scales, such as a snake, for example. They have four legs, yet spend quite a lot of their times in the water. No, they can't breathe under the water. They are reptiles, after all, so no gills! And this is something you should have learned already, right? But they can hold their breath for about 15 minutes. Alligators are the shit! And sure, eating the neighbor's cat is considered sinful, but so is sex and foreplay in some religions. But not on Mother Nigel's watch. Woo, she likes the sexy beast. So let's talk about the sex life of the gator. After all, sex leads to babies, and baby alligators are the cutest fucking thing on the whole gosh darn planet. So, alligator sex is great, even if it only lasts like 30 seconds. Because at least they give us baby gators. Oh yeah, they're so cute. With springtime upon us, it means that males are in search for a lover. But not a permanent lover, as alligators aren't about that monogamous lifestyle. Males are known to sleep around the swamp a few times, if you know what I mean. And females will usually have a different mate for every clutch. Fun fact! A clutch is like a litter. You know, like a litter of kittens. But instead, it's a clutch of eggs. Before we dive into the alligator's sex life, perhaps I should set... The mood. Dim the lights to a perfect sunset or sunrise. Allow the light orange and red glow to descend delicately through the branches and trunks of the cypress tree, shining a broken cast of shadows through the green leaves and Spanish moss. The duckweed floats in the brownish water as a light that's able to make its way through the maze of the canopy kisses its leaves like dusting of powdered sugar left behind in her lips from that delicious beignet. A large female gator, roughly the size of a surfboard, secretes a pheromone, hoping a few brave males out there looking to chase down an endless summer with her and ride her way into the pleasure beach. Actually, we aren't sure if alligators find sex pleasurable. Again, their sex isn't very long. The copulation part, that is. Fun fact! Alligators typically live in freshwater. Not to be confused with the American crocodile who lives in saltwater. The bayou appears still and quiet. That is until a large male gets a whiff of her sexiness. And now, it's time for seduction. All right, I'd like to take a quick break from this romantic bayou porno I'm painting for you as uh, I'd like you to imagine that you 
are a human woman at a bar, and you're looking for a mate. So you put on your most appealing perfume and uh, hit the town. Now, while you're sitting there at the bar, just waiting for a possible possibility to arrive, you hear a bellowing gargle. You look over your shoulder and see a strong man growling at you. A different man slaps his hand down on the bar across from you as his throat lets out his own burps, pops, hisses, and blasts, hoping to win your favor. One of the males, the one at the bar, has had enough of this competition and slaps the other male across the face. And he backs off. You find this attractive, especially since now he's gargling his beer so aggressively that Liquid appears to be dancing in thick bead-like droplets up his mouth. Those droplets are big, and you like it. You let out a bellowing goggle back, inviting him in. He feels brave and does so. He lowers himself and then blows bubbles under your belly. Then you have sex for 30 seconds. And since you aren't satisfied, because let's face it, what percentage of women would be after 30 seconds of sex? Or longer if you're actually human. So you go find yourself another beta. Fuck. This is pretty much what's happening with alligators, but instead of a seedy bar, it's a Louisiana swamp, and this all happens in the water. And this bellowing gargle sounds, it, it sounds like it should be something out of a, the throat of a possessed child as a, her head spins around and lights flicker. But hey, I'm, I'm not one to judge if the lady gator finds that attractive. Hell, some of you might even find gargling, bellowing, sexy, for some weird reason. I don't know. You do you, ma'am. Or sir. Or whatever you identify as. If you identify as a gator because you're a lizard person, maybe that's how lizard people do it. This whole alligator seduction thing is known as a water dance. Not because it's a synchronized swimming routine you'd see from the Russians, but because the males will bring their back just to the very, very surface of the water. They'll lift up their head and their tail, take in all this air, then let it out. As they do, they release a bellow that is 19 hertz. We hear between 20 and 2,000, something like that. So we can barely hear this, if at all. But it's so low in frequency that it actually causes the water that's on their back to vibrate. And when it does, the water that's on their back dances. That's their water dance. And it's said that males that produce the bigger dancing droplets that jump from their back are the sexiest. So this means what's stimulating the female alligator isn't necessarily what the male is saying, but how the vibrations of his 19 hertz makes her feel. And if you're looking to step up your bedroom game and you suck at role-playing, then just pull out that old vibrator. If it's been working for these prehistoric majestic beasts for the last 150 million years, it ought to work for you in the bedroom. The Gator Vibrator. Satisfying woman for 150 million years. Get yours today. Located in the dark alley off the corner of Bourbon Street. I'm picking up good vibrations. I'm picking up Gator Vibrations. After the 30 seconds of lovemaking commences, if you can even call it lovemaking at that point, the female will start constructing the nest. Not the male, though, because according to Darwin, all men are good for is their sperm. The nest is made on land in a muddy, vegetated area. 
She'll use the mud, nearby sticks, and plants to build this nest, and she'll even hang around, which is weird, because most reptiles lay their eggs and then peace out. But not Mama Gator. She'll stick with these babies for about a year or so, and she'll even protect them, which is better than most human mothers. American alligators are amazing. They have incredible hearing and instincts for sex. That makes them a perfect mascot for Mardi Gras. And let's try to celebrate in as much of a New Orleans style as we can by calling on those voodoo spirits as I attempt to summon that great alligator god. Scientific names are hard. For those of you new to this segment, this is when I attempt to read a scientific name and by doing so, occasionally I summon a demon. I asked my roommate Emily to write down a sheet of paper or text me depending on what's available at the time, the scientific name and I attempt to read it. I'm not very good at it, which is why a demon might arise. So let us try the American alligator's scientific name. Alligator Mississippi penis. <laughs> alligator Mississippi penis? <laughs> it's not penis. <laughs> the last part's P-I-E-N-S-I-S. So if you wanted to interpret that, and however you wanted to, since it's a sinful Mardi Gras, we're gonna call the alligator Mississippi penis. Yay! Even though we're in Louisiana for Mardi Gras. Because alligators are found in Mississippi and Florida. Yeah. They should be everywhere, because they're awesome! I love them. It's the transition song From going to one topic to the next it's the transition song, so that we have no awkward silence. Blue crab, the most colorful crustacean you could ever eat. Dwelling in the shallow waters of the Gulf of Mexico lives a very brightly colored crab. Well, okay, brightly when compared to what we think of as a crab. Fun fact! Crabs aren't typically red. A pigment called astaxanacet? Astaxan? Ax? Ah, I'm gonna try to say this. It's a it's a pigment. Astaxanacin? Astax? Astaxanacin? Let's have the phone say it. Astaxanthin. Astaxanthin. That sounds right, doesn't it? Anyways, let's redo that. Fun fact, crabs aren't typically red. A pigment called astartansin, or however the fuck you say it, in the shell of the crab, lobster, and even shrimp, that is normally used to absorb blue light, which doesn't do well with heat, such as boiling water. Well, that's what makes it turn red. That, that pigment, when it gets hot. Like when you drop a crab into boiling water. That's why they turn red. They're not actually red in the wild. But we won't be talking too much about eating crabs today, even though Mardi Gras does involve shoving pounds upon pounds of crab and crawfish down your throat. We'll be talking about the living wild crabs. Crabs aren't just those red things on your plate or in your pants. Crabs are typically drab colored, but the blue crab is, well, it's, I mean, it's, it's blue. Uh, duh. But not all the way blue. And in case you don't know what a crab looks like, Imagine like an ovalish pancake shape with ridges along one side and two little eyes and a creepy mouth along the, the ridge in the center. Or the rigid center. 
part. And then running along the ridge towards to the back are legs. In fact, crabs have three pairs of walking legs plus an additional pair of legs not for walking at the rear that are strictly for swimming. At least this crab. At the other end, when you would journey past all those legs, leading the leg parade, are the claws. Two claws to be exact, just like the three pairs of walking legs and the one pair of swimming legs mirrors the other. Fun fact, if you'd like to sound small and fancy, you can call those claws cephalopid. So, fuck. Obviously, I'm not smart or fancy, so let's move on. Keliped or keliped. Keliped or keliped. There you go. Now I'm fancy and smart. Interesting enough, it's the blue color of the blue crab legs that give it its name. Because they're blue. We are looking for blue clues. We are looking for blue's clues. We are looking for crab legs that all happen to be blue. The back or carapace of the crab can be a bluish, but is more like a gray green color. But those legs, damn, are they sexy. They're a sexy shade of blue, but they get even sexier still. For the lady blue crab, once reaching adulthood, the tips of the little crabby claws turn a bright reddish orange that the male crabs just lust after. Speaking of lust, have you ever thought about how crabs reproduce? If not, then go ahead and think about it right now. Because whatever you're thinking, it's probably a bit weirder than that. Crabs are crustaceans. Think about uh, crabs, shrimps, lobster, barnacles, and even krill, because they are all two crustaceans. And crustacean, or crustacea, is the subphylum, which is below the phylum of arthropoda. No, arthropoda. Yeah, or arthropod. Kingdom phylum class. Order. Family genus species. Arthropods, by the way, in case you forgot, are invertebrates with exoskeletons, segmented bodies, and paired jointed appendages, such as the blue crab, scorpions, and yes, even butterflies as an example. And there are lots of arthropods in the world! We today will be focusing on one such arthropod who is a member of the family Portulidinae, or we'll just make it easy, swimming crab. That's their family, swimming crabs! The tasty treat for all those jesters on Fat Tuesday looking to take full advantage of the meaning of the word fat and attempt to eat as many blue crabs as possible so to place them on the endangered species list, <laughs> which they haven't found themselves there yet, thankfully. At least I don't think. So keep eating! The blue crab is a normal sex maker. <laughs> well, at least in the way of us humans thinking about sex. Sexually! Which sounds stupid because, well, like, duh. <laughs> but there are different types of sex, which we actually covered one such type of sex a couple weeks ago in asexual reproduction. So we're talking about sexual reproduction. Crabs, they like to get their claws dirty in the bedroom. Hello, this is a Mortimer from Boats with Mortimer. <laughs> And before you start talking about crabs, I'd like to do a quick segment about molts. I just love molts, and since the blue crab is a crustacean, they molt. <laughs> but their molt is different from my insect love, as their exoskeleton is much harder and larger. <laughs> I just love it when I can get my continuously growing skin hands onto one of these chitin carapaces. <laughs> Chitin is a Greek word for envelope because chitin holds in the smooshy bodies of my ever-growing arthropodic loves. 
chitin is made of glucose cells all bunched together, so to become hard, and then protect the arthropod until they molt and then it's mine! <laughs> chitin is also in cell walls of fungi, but I don't care! I do very much care for the male blue crabs, as they will molt multiple times throughout their life. Well, the females only do it once, meaning the females produce less molts for me to have. And I must have all the molts. I want my exoskeletons! Fun fact! When crabs molt, as well as other arthropods, since they have no bones, they're very soft and bodies can be, well, limp. For blue crabs, they are stuck in this vulnerable stage of external softness for less than half a day, during which time they grow a new exoskeleton. Double fun fact! Soft crabs are in high demand in the seafood restaurant industry. Since you can eat everything, that means you don't have to worry about slicing your skin on their shell that will only burn even more once that Cajun seasoning gets into that cut. Triple fun fact! If you commonly eat crab, then you possibly have had to select between soft shell and hard shell crabs, but they're just the same thing. Soft shell crabs are just freshly molted crabs. They're all crabs, the same crab. I thought we were talking about sex. What's all this shit about shells for? Because the molt is very important for the breeding of the blue crab. When a male spots a female that he really likes and wants to fuck, he has to be not only patient, but also agile. Why? Because crabs are tough motherfuckers. They have hard-ass shells, and not to mention literal claws that can do a good bit of damage. That means if a male is being stupid and isn't quick enough, the female could kill him because, let's face it, not every woman wants you to fuck them. But if the male crab is willing to wait... Whoa, 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 let's, let's rewind because it's not just waiting he has to do, but he also has to catch her in an almost cradle, like kind of cradle her. In fact, he'll hold her piercing claws, and then escort her around until she molts. And do yourself a favor and don't compare this to what it would be like if humans did it because it's it's not good. So just imagine cute little blue crabs dancing around until the female is basically naked. They're just dancing and then one's getting naked. That's, that's what happens. At least when she's undressing, uh, he gives her her space. That is until her abdomen is exposed and then hello sperm! But the male isn't just going to jizz and run. He sticks around to protect her. Because let's face it, with that naked, molted, limp body, she's pretty much an easy meal for anything larger looking to fill up their Mardi Gras menu, if you know what I mean. Like eating her. Some males will even sit on top of the female's head like a giant crab hat of protection. Ah, oh, what a way to show a gal you love her. What's crazy to think about is that the female only molts once in her entire life. And she only mates once in her life as well. It's almost as if the female blue crab evolved so to only mate once. I mean, otherwise she'd be getting pinned down and taken as a prisoner by a man her entire life who's just waiting for her chastity belt to magically fall off so that he can fuck her. That is an adaptation for promoting positive mental health for the female blue crabs everywhere. Disclaimer! When I say the female only molts once, I mean only once when she's a crab. You see, they go through a life cycle, like a five-stage life cycle. And in their younger larval form, they will all actually mold about five or six times because, well, because before that, they don't really resemble a crab. And then after they molt, they kind of 
all those times, they kind of start looking like a crab. So technically, technically, female crabs can molt more than once, but they're not really crabs at that time. And they're also really small and not an adult. So we don't really count that. Anyways, end of disclaimer. Even though females only mate once, they can still spawn multiple times because she can store sperm. When the universe tells her it is time to have some babies, she'll create this external egg mass on her underside beneath her abdomen that looks like a sponge and can have up to 8 million eggs in it. Oh my gosh, what if... What if that's what Spongebob really is? A female crab spongy egg pouch. No, that's that's probably not what it is. Alright, now don't worry if you aren't in New Orleans on this Fat Tuesday, as blue crab can actually be found in many locations from pretty much the entire east coast of North and South America, and most of the coastlines of Europe. But I, I should mention that they are invasive in Europe, so... All of you around France, Spain, and into the Mediterranean, uh, if you need to find your inner fatty, then take full advantage of Mardi Gras celebration. Just go, go crazy and eat them. Then, and while you guys are gathering up your mallet, knife, and claw cracker, strap on your bib and beads and enjoy the Blue Crab's scientific name. Scientific names are hard. Calinectus sapidus. Calinectus sapidus. Technically, this is the Atlantic Blue Crab. Calinitix sapitus. Something along those lines is what that scientific name is. If you're celebrating Mardi Gras alone, but still want to celebrate this sinful day, then jump onto Tinder with your sexy bellowing love call like the alligator, or, I don't know, or just pull out your gator vibrator. Oh yeah. Cook up all the tasty seafood you can get your hands on. That is, as long as it was harvested sustainably. And check out the show notes for information on that. And if you really need that extra Mardi Gras fill, then flash your tits to a stranger to see if they toss you some beads. Today is the day for sinners. So feast on my bayou friends and try not to get a ticket for indecent exposure. Stay weird. <laughs>